And welcome back to Ramadan Reflections for 2020. Today, being the sixth day of Ramadan, we begin our analysis into the qualities to attain and abstain, as noted in the Noble Quran. And we begin today with a trait of taqwa, of God consciousness. Before we jump into the discussion, let us begin by reading the verses which we wanted to reflect upon today, which come to us from Surat Ali Imran, chapter number 3, verses number 75 and 76, in which Allah says, وَيَكُولُونَ عَلَى اللَّهِ الْكَذِبَ وَهُمْ يَعْلَمُونَ بَلَا مَنْ أَوْفَى بِأَحْدِهِ وَاتَّقَى فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ يُحِبُّ الْمُتَّقِينَ But they attribute lies to Allah. And they know it. Yes, whoever fulfills his commitments and maintains God consciousness, taqwa, indeed Allah loves those who have the consciousness, the taqwa of Him. Now we have multiple verses of the Quran which speak about taqwa. We alluded to this in our previous discussion. But the verses, and rather when we look at all of the verses of the Qur'an, we see that we are actually given various aspects of the manifestation of this trait within our lives. However, the verses which are under review for today, the two verses, these were revealed in regards to the people of the book, the Ahlul Kitab, the Jews and the Christians, and the inaccuracies which they used to attribute and utter against the words of God, while they knew the truth of the matter. So it wasn't that they were doing this in error, but they actually were actively doing this. Now in this verse, or in these two verses, the issue was in regards to the misappropriation of the wealth, the wealth rather, of the people who were not followers of their tradition. Some of these people, the Jews and Christians, believed, and perhaps even today they continue to believe, that they have no need to maintain pledges to non-believers of their tradition, that they can break promises they make to others. This verse, however, shows us that for one to be considered as a religious person and one who is loved by Allah, loved by God, that they need to maintain the promises and pledges which they keep with others. And obviously we have to realize that these others need not be people of the same religion. Rather, it must include everyone, co-religionists and those who subscribe to other ideologies or who reject God in their totality. Unfortunately, some Muslims inaccurately believe today that they can steal the wealth of non-Muslims as well, simply because they don't follow the teachings of Allah, the teachings of God, the teachings of the Prophet and the Quran. We may even have some pseudo-scholars out there today who will pass fatawa, give a verdict, an edict, permitting their followers to engage in religiously sanctioned theft of the property of other people. However, we have to realize that we have multiple ahadith, traditions, which speak about the importance of maintaining trusts and being honest with other people. We reflect on just one hadith for today, which comes to us from the famous companion Abu Hamza al-Thumali, in which he has been quoted as saying, that I heard Sayyid al-Abidin, Ali ibn al-Hussein ibn Ali ibn Abi Talib, peace be upon them, that is the fourth imam, say to his follow- followers, I advise you that you must return what you are entrusted with to its owner. I swear by Allah, who rightly appointed Muhammad to the prophethood, that even if the murderer of my father, Ali, Imam Hussein ibn Ali ibn Abi Talib, peace be upon them, 
if he were to entrust me with the sword or the dagger with which he killed my father, I would return it to him. Final point in our discussion for today. There are multiple benefits of taqwa. However, as we see in these verses, taqwa must restrict the individual from attributing lies to Allah and trampling on the rights of others. Mere slogans of belief mean nothing if they are not coupled by positive actions and Allah consciousness. And one sign is that a person maintains the pledges and the promises which they make to others. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.